Hi there, this is Nick, and welcome to the first ever episode of Batman Books for Beginners. Thank you listeners for joining me on this historic day as we set out on our epic journey. For those of you who didn't hear the last podcast, this is a new segment where we are going to be reading and reviewing as many Batman comics as we can, going from start to finish. I want to make an ultimate list of Batman books to go through, so I'll need all of your help to put that together. If I do miss any books that you particularly want reviewed, do let me know via the Batman Universe forums and I'll stick it in. So without further ado, it's time to get down to the first book, Batman Year One. Gentlemen, let's broaden our mind. Batman Year One is written by Frank Miller. Its artwork was done by David Mazzucchelli. Now originally it appeared in issues number 404 to 407 of the original Batman comic, released in 1987. You might be wondering why the beginning of Batman's career would only appear 400 issues into the comic, and the reason was because DC rebooted many of its major characters due to continuity problems because of the sheer weight of storylines and history that each character had and it got a bit complicated as a result. So they updated the characters and retold their origins, Batman being one of them. So briefly, the plot of Year One is that the story recounts the beginning of Bruce Wayne's career as Batman and Jim Gordon's at the Gotham City Police Department. Bruce Wayne returns home from training abroad in martial arts, manhunting and science for the past 12 years. Once back in Gotham City, he bides his time, waiting for the right moment to strike, all the while preparing himself to become the Batman. Gordon, meanwhile, has moved to Gotham from Chicago with his pregnant wife Barbara, and he continues his career in law enforcement. His first time out patrolling reveals to him the disturbing nature of law enforcement in Gotham as a senior officer, and he learns how the whole city really works. Detective Flass assaults an unsuspecting teenager for staying out late. Gordon's disgusted with his partner's behaviour towards all of the offenders and Jim feels that he has to straighten things out in Gotham. Bruce, meanwhile, is making preparations before going out on his first street mission. He enters the red light district zone of Gotham and is disgusted by what he sees. He ends up fighting a pimp and a few others join in as well, including Selina Kyle. The police arrive on the scene, they shoot Bruce, and they throw him into the back seat of their car. On the way to the station, he manages to escape by causing the corrupt officers to wreck their squad car. After pulling the unconscious officers out of the car, Bruce returns home, bleeding from his various wounds. There he sits, looking for inspiration, something he feels will strike fear into the hearts of criminals. A bat smashes through his window and perches on the sculpture of his father. Bruce immediately responds. He feels he's found exactly what he's looking for, stating the words, Yes, Father, I will become a bat. Gordon tries to clean up the GCPD, Gotham City Police Department, but on the orders of the corrupt and evil Commissioner Loeb, he's attacked and threatened by fellow officers. After recovering, he visits the house of one of these officers, where they have gathered to play poker. He waits for Detective Flass, who he knows is responsible for organising the attack. Flass is the last to leave the house. Gordon tails him into the woods, 
where he proceeds to attack the drunken officer. So the story is getting pretty dark at the moment. Bruce goes out for the first time as Batman, finally, and stops a trio of teenagers from stealing a television. A pretty minor crime, I will admit, for the Dark Knight. However, it is his first victory. The legend grows with Batman attacking criminals with increasing boldness. One night, when the corrupt city leaders and gangsters like Carmine Falcone gather for a dinner party, Commissioner Loeb explains why Batman is politically advantageous to themselves. However, they assume that Batman would never bother the rich and famous of Gotham. Meanwhile, Batman is sneaking around the grounds. He puts the guards to sleep and he sets up stage lights around the window. He blows a hole in the outside wall and he gives the men and women a dire warning that he is just as determined to deliver them to justice as well. The police try to capture Batman numerous times, but Bruce is too elusive and alert to fall for their traps. In addition, the Maverick District Attorney Harvey Dent becomes Batman's secret ally. Gordon has a brief affair with Detective Sarah Essen. During the affair, he is confronted by the Commissioner, who threatens to inform his wife of the affair if he doesn't comply. Gordon eventually confesses the affair to his wife, and she deals with it and accepts it. His, uh, Detective Essen, however, leaves for New York. The book takes place over a long period of time, so we get told that several months later, Batman overhears a local mafia boss planning revenge against Gordon. Gordon is mysteriously called away by the police to investigate a robbery. It's a setup. On his way out, a mysterious motorist, Bruce, enters his garage, raising Gordon's suspicions, as Gordon hasn't seen him before. He returns to the garage, only to find his wife and baby being pulled into a car by a hitman. Gordon pursues the car, along with the mysterious motorist, who is Bruce. The climax of the book happens on a road bridge where Gordon shoots out a wheel in the car and it crashes into the side of the bridge. The hitman exits the car, baby in hand. A struggle ensues and the baby is thrown off the bridge, followed by Gordon. However, Bruce is well ahead of the game. He's already arrived and he's dived after the baby, saving it. Gordon, having lost his glasses in the struggle with the hitman, thanks Bruce, whom he claims he doesn't recognise because he hasn't got his glasses on and he makes it clear that he won't turn him in. The story ends with the new Captain Gordon waiting on the rooftop of the police department for Batman, waiting to discuss a new villain called the Joker. Well, this guy dresses up like a bat, clearly has issues. <laughs> now, I felt the best bits of this book were a couple of great images and scenes. Firstly, uh, the best one I thought was where Bruce had returned to his mansion after a failed attempt to start his crime-fighting career. He knows what he wants to do, but doesn't know how to do it yet. He wants to bring justice to Gotham, but he hasn't quite figured out what the best way to do that is. Suddenly a bat crashes through his window, and it perches on the sculpture of his father. Bruce sees it as a sign, and he becomes the Batman as a result. Another really good um, image was where uh, there was an image which conveys the really tough life and decisions that Gordon's been going through. He's sitting on the end of his bed with his pregnant wife asleep and he's holding a gun. I thought it really portrayed the gritty realism so well that Frank Miller has been going for in this book. And the book is full of iconic images like those which really make it an instant classic in my eyes. 
Uh, another good bit is uh, where Batman crashes a party full of decadent wealthy citizens of Gotham. He blows a hole in the wall, and it's one of the first times we see him in his outfit. Another iconic image. He lays the ground rules out and says, just because you're rich doesn't mean you're safe from the Batman's form of tough justice. Another little great bit was the fact that we get to see a few characters who we'll be seeing a lot more of in the future, like Selina Kyle, who's, um, who's a hooker that Bruce Wayne encounters. We also see that she's inspired to become a cat burglar, or cat woman, if you will, after seeing Batman in action, giving us a bit of background on her. And we also see a few other characters like Detective Flash, Commissioner Loeb, Harvey Dent, and Carmine Falcone, who will all be making appearances in upcoming books. Now, the reaction to Year One from both critics and fans was hugely popular, many claiming it to be one of the best comics of all time, not just Batman comics. Year Two and Year Three followed on from the Year One series, and we'll review those at a later date. The style of the book is exactly what Frank Miller was going for with his Sin City style depiction. Realistic, gritty, it captures the humanity of the characters very well, and it changed Batman's style. Before this book it was very corny and had its Adam West 60s style, which I do love in its own way, but this was a complete departure from that from the books before it, and a refreshing outlook on the Dark Knight. So now we have a tough, intense, realistic style Batman, which I think everyone prefers. What I think is the best way to describe this book is that Batman no longer seems to be a superhero, but just a hero. I enjoyed that Gordon got fleshed out a lot as a character. He isn't always used to his full potential. There's as much of Gordon as Bruce Wayne in this book, and considering it's about Batman, I think that shows how important the character Frank Miller felt Gordon was. It's great to see more of him and show us that not only is Bruce Wayne going through a tough time, Gordon's having it just as bad as well. The artwork is very simple, realistic, it's not over the top, and as a result of its subtlety, the reader's attention stays focused on the story. The dialogue within the book is menacing and intense, yet it also keeps the setting genuine and the reader can connect with the characters. Year One, interestingly, was planned to be made into a film during 2000 in an attempt to restart the franchise after the dreadful Batman and Robin film. Warner Brothers avoided Joel Schumacher for a good few years and spoke to Darren Aronofsky about working on Batman Year One. Aronofsky agreed, uh, and he even commissioned Frank Miller to co-write the script with him. I thought it was very commendable of Warner Brothers and Aronofsky to involve Frank Miller. Getting the, crea getting the creator of the product involved could only help the film. However, sadly, Warner Brothers cancelled the film during their confusion on what the next step to take was. They moved on to a possible Batman Beyond film and a Batman vs Superman film. But of course, none of that happened, and Batman Begins was released in 2005. Now, Batman Begins, you might have noticed, has had, has a lot of links with Batman Year One. Christopher Nolan obviously read Batman Year One and decided to pluck a few ideas out of the book. These include the Bat inspiring Bruce, 
the Bat Swarm at Arkham Asylum, which I thought was done very well, and uh, Gordon presenting the Joker card to Batman at the end of the film. Now, all in all, Batman Year One really showed the man on his mission. I'll give it 5 out of 5 Batarangs. And it's a great start for our list, a must read for every Batman fan. Even if you only have a modest interest in Batman and the comics, read it, because it's a great portrayal of how it all began. I can't say if it's the best Batman book out there, as I haven't read enough, but we'll find out as we go through the list. However, quite a few people believe it to be the best. So is it only downhill from now on? Of course not, there's plenty of other good Batman books out there, but this is a great benchmark to compare the others with. So that was Batman Year One. Please give me some feedback on the forums. Did you like it? If you didn't like it, I would love to know why, because I personally couldn't find any problems with the book myself, so I'd love to hear any criticisms. Plus, did you like this segment? What more do you want? Do you want more of the story, more of the review? Do please just let me know, as this is a work in progress. So next time on Batman Books for Beginners, we've got Batman's first confrontation with his greatest enemy, the Joker, in The Man Who Laughs. <laughs> so go get it now. So until next time, this is Nick, signing off from Batman Books for Beginners on the Batman Universe Comic Podcast. Bye, and have a good Christmas. Jingle bells, Batman smelt, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost the wheel, and the Joker got away.